Guys, Manscaped, it's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. They've got all the right tools the best. for the job. The absolute best. I mean, I can't even think, think- of a runner-up. It's just Manscaped and then <laughs> everybody else. I couldn't name one. And then it's just like, yeah, like borrowing your friend's clippers and be like, yeah, dude, I just got to shave my, uh, my head. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, then your roommate yeah. is like, "Hold on, you didn't shave your head. Your head's not shaved. What were you doing? You just pop. <laughs> you just pop into your friend's bathroom to shave your head from time to time." Well, I'm saying I could. I don't have a roommate for. I haven't had one for like 20 years, but I can imagine that's what you youngins do. And then you, you know, you shave. yeah, you can't, you can't, you can't really uh, announce to your roommate that you're borrowing their clipper to. <laughs> Was that do more of a like, oh, you're doing the out- Yeah, some yeah, below the belt grooming. Hours. Wonder to make sure. Key, as with borrowing anything from your roommate, is not to announce it at all. Yeah, it's called stealing and then giving it back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is some great, great advice here. If you have a roommate, he's stealing your razor to shave his balls. Don't do, don't allow him to get a manscape. This is a great <laughs> sales pitch. I should, I should be a salesman. Yeah, keep it in your nice manscape bag that comes in that perfect box. Bag that perfect and box. that little uh, that charger stand that they give you. That thing's like perfect. Oh, that thing, that thing is money. Yeah. yeah. And if it's turned just a little bit to the left or to your right, your roommate's been using it. <laughs> how, how funny is it that um, we can all manscape, but none of us can actually get haircuts? <laughs> yeah. A lot easier. I do, to, I do have to say, it looks like everybody on this pod is clean shaven today, except for me, who uh-huh. I've given a full commitment to the quarantine beard which i thought we were all were on that tip but look at you you got you're all baby faced you look like larry walker's retired from being retired <laughs> I, oh i know i know i know well no i uh, i mean i definitely have gone sub larry how do you look older than larry walker he's like 20 years old <laughs> uh he has like a more jovial spirit i don't know i'm broken by life <laughs> Well, that was a good Manscaped read. Yeah, uh, use code DMVR20 <laughs> for 20% off. And you get free shipping at manscaped.com. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DNVR Nuggets podcast presented by Illegal Pete's. Rusty. Man, really bad. That was a really bad air horn. That was quarantine level air horn. I am joined by, as always, a fantastic cast of losers. <laughs> the loser zoom today uh for the loser, the, top left. the loser zoom it's uh top left it's eric weedham yay i'm telling you man you're <laughs> falling off, uh, falling off. setting a poor tone <laughs> I think, i'm sorry man i I'm, I'm in my own head i'm thinking about larry walker I, 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 <laughs> get it together of all of us i think eric is the one that most needs this quarantine to end Oh, mo- without question. Only because um, I just don't like everybody else cramping my style. Like, I don't like that everybody is living a life that I always live. And, <laughs> and they're like, and they're so destroyed by it. It makes me feel like I'm No, Eric, wrong. Eric, you're, you're totally wrong on that, man. As people that work in the media, we spend a lot of time self-quarantining at oh, our, okay. our apartments, trust me. Trust me. It's true, though. I've learned that other people really go out, apparently. Like, everyone misses it so much. It's not that different. The same same place? That's weird. That's really weird. Um, To my bottom left, it's mixed up, you guys. To my bottom left, it's Brendan Vogt. What? Hey! I don't know. We got to start over. I don't yeah. like this. <laughs> this could be all hey, guys. Off. That might be a bad How's omen for the rest of the show, my God. I know, man. <laughs> is that a little bit of Chardonnay I see there? Is that... Um... Uh, Pinot Grigio. Only Ooh, <laughs> Pinot. Wow. 
Yeah, I don't like that actually, but my girlfriend left it here. So <laughs> we times. Yeah. Harrison, Harrison's got a glass of wine too. We are stepping it up. I wow. myself am drinking a glass of soda. Oh wow, that's really get weird. on our level. I, get on our <laughs> level. You're just sad boys today. Bottom right, drinking his own Pinot Grigio. It's a. Uh, it's Harrison. This is not a Pinot Grigio. It's a red wine. Oh, it is. This is a. This is a Cabernet. <laughs> oh, Cabernet. That's that's what I wish I had. Really? Yo, Harrison, I'm gonna come over. <laughs> it's not allowed. I'll it's leave, not allowed. I'll Social leave this distance. bottle of wine outside my front door for you. Just just <laughs> like you. knock twice, <laughs> so I know that you got it. <laughs> It's it's Monday. Um, it, it, have you guys? I had adjust- no idea. <laughs> I know. Have you? I, no I was going to ask. Have you adjusted yet to this like days of the week? No. Thank God for DNVR watches. That's like the only structure like, schedule. The only reason I have to know what time it is. Well, I have to pick. A, I have to pick a bone with either you or Eric or whoever it is that made this atrocity. But somebody made the schedule Monday through Sunday. It's Sunday through Saturday is your schedule. What are we, hey, man? What are, you, what are you talking to these people on the phone? We didn't. We, <laughs> I, I, who's, I just want to know whose fault is it that the schedule goes Monday oh. through Sunday as if Sunday was the last day of the week? Oh, you just wanted to start with an S and then end with a with another S. Well, is, is that officially true, Adam? Is that officially true or is that just yeah, like, like what, a, what, a what weird you... like corner of the internet thing? No, this Sunday is, is the start of the week, but th- this argument is just like, does not even matter in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> oh, I think it does matter. No, because we were actually, you saw, this is, it's funny because this is, a, we're joking, but this was actually a bigger story because I was talking to Allie and I wanted to move watches. We didn't say this because I didn't want to taint the pool, but I wanted to move watches from Saturday to Sunday because I'm like, yeah, at the end of the week, I want to have like my wife's off work. I want to like have a day off or something. And she's like, Oh yeah. Sunday's the end of the week. And I was like, no, it's not. What are we talking about? Sunday's the start of the week. Saturday is the end of the week. I want that one I off. I always thought about it as Sunday. Honestly. Really? I've always, I, I always think the, the beginning of the thing. Monday, Monday for me is the beginning of the week. Monday's always yeah. the beginning yeah, of the week. Of it course. Be an idiot thing. It's the beginning of the work week. I feel like that's yeah, a that's, school. Well, what else is there? It, your school and your work week resets yeah, on Monday. It's, so what, 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 what else is there? Ninety percent of people wonder, in this world who work Monday through Friday, Sunday is the last day of the week. Then you read. Oh, really? So you guys are all thinking Sunday is the last day of the week. Of last course. day of the week, absolutely. Oh, uh, you, because you guys grew up going to church. Huh? Maybe Harrison went to Temple, but that's Saturday. So, like, the, the, this is the difference. Is like Friday. Growing up, sun, never Sunday was like you got to be a. Okay. <laughs> Sunday, you got to be up early and you're doing shit all day. So it's like, all right, the week's our weekend starting. It's like a new start to the week. Yeah, no, that's that. That is your cross to bear. You know, what? Adam, well, <laughs> reply. Let us know on Twitter. I want to know what people think. If Sunday is the start of the week or the end of the week, dude, your whole the your whole life changes on Monday. On Sunday, you're just still connected to saturday you still have those feel you wake up you have a brunch but, but and then you like slowly the, the bread order. builds if you look at a calendar sunday begins it and then also if you think about where these w- words came from like sunday because of the sun monday because of the moon right yeah, i don't care I'm, just it, talking no, about I'm saying but you start with the sun because that's the first one that's how you started yeah but i'm talking practically like in your actual life like monday marks the start of a new time to pay attention to and then sunday is when you finally like have to ramp up and start thinking about the next start of your life being ruined well we've pulled on this thread too long just let us know what you think <laughs> <laughs> if you would agree with me or dis or if you agree with the peanut gallery here i feel like 
don't even care about the technicality here. There's no chance that Sunday is the start of the week. Even even though I know that every calendar starts with an S and ends with an S. Eric, this isn't even a live stream and we're still hemorrhaging viewers right now. <laughs> we got to get it moving. You guys don't love these great these great uh, conversations. These people, people love to hear these conversations. Yeah, these arguments. This is what you do. Also, you know, there's only so much we can stretch out this uh, yeah, like what, scintillating what are we, what are we, game we, four loss to the Mavericks. We're going like, to do our darndest. <laughs> I've got like five minutes of commercial break content. There was a commercial break. <laughs> there was a commercial oh, break. Oh, oh my God. The I, best. I remember that Heineken commercial where they're singing in the back of the cab. And uh, yeah. I don't want to sing on the pod, but. Oh, please do. You have to know. Nope. Absolutely Dude, not going to. Uh, oh, baby, you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that gave me like a weird nostalgia. Consumerism sucks because that shouldn't be nostalgia, but it was. <laughs> We also had a terrible preview for what was surely a terrible Will Ferrell movie. Land of the Lost. That movie's underrated. I've never even heard of this movie. It's not good, actually. But it's, it's, there's no way that movie could have been any good. <laughs> it's kind of for kids. It's kind of for kids. I saw it in the... Remember when mini uh, minivans had DVD players in the back? Oh, yeah. Like you were like the sure, shit like, if you had a DVD this, player or like a TV oh, yeah. in your head. This is how you know that yeah, the, Brendan's eight years old. Like... Yeah, yeah. If you yeah. remember, like, of course. I while remember. this, while this is going on, like we were like all we were, Adam and I were like just destroyed about Carmelo Anthony versus Dirk Nowitzki, and Brendan was worried about whether he had a DVD in the back. Yeah. Of the just watching <laughs> Land, Land of the Lost. Lost. In the back seat. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys ever play a Game Boy? I'm talking. Obviously, you have Eric, but I'm saying like you guys. Did you ever play like the original Game Boy? Oh, yeah. I, played, I, pl- I played one today. <laughs> <laughs> the original one. Uh, actually, DS, but Game Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's different. That's what I'm saying. Like, no, but yeah, of the course. Green, the green, the green and black screen. Right. I had, I had, a, uh, I had a Game Boy Color. That's as far as I go oh, back. All yeah, right. Game Boy okay. Color, actually. Game Boy yeah, Colors were the shit, man. Those things were dope. I wouldn't know. I don't I even know, know what that is. Yeah, that seems like a whole new technology that I didn't even catch up to. There was Sega. S- Sega had one, right? Oh, Game yeah. Gear. Game Gear. Sega Game Gear. Yep. Play Sonic the Hedgehog. And they also was the Atari had the Jaguar. Or maybe really, the, maybe it was called the Lynx. Um, I actually beat Super Mario Three this week. Did you? Wow! You can, you can play it for the online. first time. No, you, well, for the first time in tw- well, for the first time in like twenty, because everybody's playing video games. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna play a video game. Fire <laughs> Super Mario Three. Super, Super Mario Three is really dope. It's a super fun game. Uh, anyway, I beat it. it. Did take me for like a week to be, to get, but I finally got it. <laughs> Super Mario 3, that's when uh, we got the Tanoki suit, right? Oh, yeah. That's great. That's what I'm saying. The suits are great. And there's also like a little uh, black hammer throwing suit that you can have. Absolutely. You can hop in the boot. Yeah, there's like yeah, a so I was, little thing. I was born five years later. Then what? <laughs> Super Mario 5 or Super Mario 3? Yeah. Uh, so you were a perfect age, to be honest, to play this video game. Is that right? Yeah, it was. it came out in 88. Wow. That's. Uh, oh, wait. So, so you came out. Oh, you were born after, you're saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh Keep yeah. Oh wow. That's crazy. 88. I probably played yeah. it around like 91 or so. Couldn't have been that. Two old. years before I was born. I, I grew up in an era where in elementary school people were doing science fairs and people tried to use Super Mario 2 as the basis of their science fair project. <laughs> That's a baller. That's a baller move. I got a lot of respect. I don't think kids. you know what science is. Did I didn't guys- listen. I didn't do it. Like, I myself, I am committed to science. I know what science is. I obviously did the coin flip. <laughs> I did the coin flip experiment. Sink or float? Come up you more. sink or float? No. Heads or tails? And it turns out heads comes up more. I, 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 science. <laughs> <laughs> 
I came to a pretty clear uh, conclusion. So, <laughs> are science fairs still a thing? Sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, not right now. Okay, Nothing's I didn't know right kids now. were still do kids were still doing it because I feel like science fairs are really just about like how involved your parents are in your home. Oh, of course, yeah, so, it's like about how technically like, savvy your parents are. Oh, a hundred percent. Because if you're just talking about like some first grader and they have to do this on their own with like a disinterested parent, they're going to come up with the shittiest volcano. But if you have like a really involved parent, they're going to have like a circuit board. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back so when so I was a kid, it, it, it was not. It was not the volcano. It was Super Mario Two. Yeah. <laughs> you grew up in a really rad time. So that, that, happened, that happened to me on Catapult Day. We had Catapult Day in uh, middle school. We all made catapults and like okay had a competition. Made catapults. Okay, yeah. competition. See how far our homemade catapults could catapult something. And of course, like Naturally. people rolled in with these, like you know perfectly made catapults and i rolled in with this trebuchet yeah it was, it was like something made out of laboratory and i rolled in with just like a couple springs and like little cups <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we had one i i might have told the story before i don't remember but it's fifth grade and the assignment was to have any science experiment that involved water but I paid attention to the whole thing except for the four water part. <laughs> so I brought in a science experiment about like how high different balls bounce and did my presentation. And uh, somebody asked like, what does this have to do with water? And I just gave you deer in the headlights look like what? And that's when I knew I wasn't a scientist. Not a scientist, not going into you that. You don't have the commitment to science like I do. That's the dip. That's the problem. I wonder if there's a group Zoom science fair going on anywhere. Oh my god! I, wow, let's hope not. Yeah, sad probably. times. <laughs> sad times. I like talking about our old schooling experiences, though. I think it's really. I think everybody's school experience is so vastly different. I think everybody likes talking about and hearing about it, except, of course, the listeners who tuned in to, <laughs> to hear about basketball. <laughs> All right, I was putting it off for long enough. Let's get into <laughs> Game four, the Nuggets lose. It sucks watching the Nuggets lose when you know they're going to lose. Like it's. It's, it kind of makes every all the cool stuff, because this is actually a lot of cool stuff happened in this game. Should yeah, have been, yeah. It probably was a great game in real time. It was a great game, but like watching it a second time, the Nuggets should have won this game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure, 20 sure. different ways. It's, it's actually kind of disappointing that they didn't. Um, that they didn't. They were killing them at the start. They were up yeah. by a lot. They needed the bird. They really do. Oh, there's no question about it. So Birdman has already won one game ball. He was in the running for a second game ball that JR stole from him. Otherwise, he probably would have had it. And then tonight, he misses it, and they lose. Like, are we ready to give Birdman the MVP of the series? I was trying to think of if we had to power rank just Nuggets' most valuable players in this playoff run. Is Birdman four, or is he maybe – Three. He's not three, is say he? It. Yeah, say it. There's say no it. way he's ahead of Kmart, but he's probably four, right? So number one, I would say through all of these games, it's tough because Melo's catching up for sure. Oh, yeah, I think Melo's catching up. I think number up. one Tonight is was still, his best yeah, game. yeah Melo's great, but I think number one still builds pretty clearly so far. I think it's Chauncey. By the end of the whole run, it might be Melo. Yeah. But, by, but right now, I would say it's Chauncey, Melo. Yeah, man, everybody else is just kind of like role players, and Birdman's kind of doing his role. The, 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 JR's next, been yeah, really the next four are really close. <laughs> Kmart, JR, and Birdman are all really close, and the name might be a tier below those, but those three are packed together, Ooh. I feel like. Who would, you, who would you take of those three if you were if you were drafting for your own team? Oh, this is great. Like right now to play, to play a game right JR, now? JR, yeah, just like if you were – 
you know, if you were building a, a franchise that was destined to fail, who would you build it around? <laughs> <laughs> would you take Kmart, uh, Birdman, or Jr.? Oh, Jr. That's tough. Jr. I think Kenyon. <laughs> I think I'd go Bird. That could play like thirty minutes. Those I just love. I can't. I no, can't. I just want of Bird. Jr. <laughs> 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 he almost messed around and won this game, man. He had like three late shot clock shots in that. They were I, ridiculous. I, I put it out. I was like, man, this is peak JR. It really kind of was peak JR Smith, I would say. So what is it, Harrison? Who, who do you take? Uh, I'll have to go Kmart. Yeah, the best oh, player of the three. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the right answer, but the least fun answer. I don't even think it's the right answer. I think Maybe it's the it's right, right answer. It's the right answer. That's probably the right answer. But yeah, no, but it is funny because Klaza was forced to play today. Denver ends up playing a lot of small ball tonight, and it didn't work. Surprisingly, it did not work the way I kind of anticipated it would have. Well, it didn't work because yeah. Dirk was on fire, man. Dirk was Dude, Dirk out was... of his mind. Yeah, that that this was the Denver Nuggets versus Dirk. I mean, it was just everything that the Mavericks had going for them was just basically Dirk. Dirk almost – I mean, Dirk is – Dirk's the best player in this series, wouldn't you say? Definitely. Without I question. Without question. Yeah. Significant margin. Yeah. yeah, by a large margin, yeah. He's so impressive. And I put this on Twitter as well, but, like, he's kind of been the winner of this um, for me. Just, like, rewatching it, we talked about who's looked better, who's looked worse. To me, Dirk is the guy that I'm just like – and part of this, I just remember how much he got dogged. And watching him, I'm right. like, dude – who could possibly watch this series and be like, you know what the problem was? Dirk doesn't have it. <laughs> like, I know. Who else is there? I mean, Jason Kidd. The Jason Kidd-Chauncey battle has been kind of fun. Like, it, I yeah. mean, the, both of those guys just clearly know what they're doing. Yeah. But, um, but Kidd Dirk, looks kind of broken down, though, a little bit. He, he does have the old man run. Yeah. Though, yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, totally. He's never going too fast. Uh-uh. <laughs> takes a while to slow down. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like um, it's not all, like the, the, the true winners, like you're saying, are Dirk and Chauncey for me. Because, you know, this whole time in these pods leading up, we've been talking about, like, how Mello has been less impressive than we thought he would be. But yeah, Chauncey, not tonight. No, yeah, not tonight at all. But, he, yeah. Not at all. But Chauncey just, I feel, is um, – he just is so steady. Like he just is so much better than I remember him being. Like yeah, I didn't realize how much of 04 Chauncey was still still kicking in 09. Oh yeah. It, he, honestly, yeah. Like he he doesn't really look necessarily like slower or like he's no. like Jason Kidd looks like he's hold like he doesn't have certain things in the tank anymore, so he has to be cautious. Chauncey doesn't really seem that way. Like every now and then he kind of clears people out and goes one on one and just like schools. Chauncey still has a quick first step in this series. Like he can get yeah. he can get by kid really most of the time. Yeah, if I had to pick a like one word to describe his game, I think I would pick uh smooth. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I mean, Man, it's, well, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, we're sitting here talking about how Klaza wasn't like just that was the problem. And he was a plus 17 tonight in 20 minutes <laughs> or tonight in this game. Yeah, where, where, did, where, do wild? where do you guys think it fell apart for the Nuggets in this one? I, I think it was um, down the stretch. I mean, it, it, it was this was funny because was a game three vote that we were talking about on the pod where uh, they were going to Dirk late in the game in the post, and Kmart was just covering covering them with single coverage, yeah. and Dirk just missed a couple jumpers late, and it was just Kmart defending him really well. Like, that was the difference yeah. in game three. And then uh, tonight it just felt like Denver had the same game plan, but Dirk was just better. He, he was just hitting those shots that he missed in game three. 
I also thought um, Dallas did a better job of taking care of the ball and working it later into possessions and, and not just like, cause Denver is such a, a fast break team. Like they I know they weren't playing with the lead, but it was just more of keeping Denver from getting that energy going and keeping it a half court game. I just thought they did a better job of that. Yeah. I don't, I'm trying to figure this out on, but, but I think basketball, that Linus Clay's a stat I gave you might be wrong. Cause they also have him having like a negative 40 net rating. So I can't figure out <laughs> is that good? plus minus. Yeah, not, it's not great. I mean, so. was it the rebounding Dallas out rebounded Denver 50 to 34 in this one? It, it probably had to be because Dallas shot three of 14 from three in this game. Like it wasn't. The, Birdman's the MVP. I mean, <laughs> Birdman's Denver had MVP. a big, Denver had a big points in the paint advantage, I believe, for most of the series. So, I mean, yeah. I, it may be going smaller at them, but I don't know. You just said Clays was a plus 17. So. Yeah, uh, it, but I'm not sure about that stat, man. I, I'm really not. He, it was, it, he didn't have any real stats, like seven points, three rebounds. Right, right, right. Yeah, this was a game. Like, I um, I, I intentionally, like, don't look back to see what the score is. Like, I, I, I was pretty sure they lost this game, but I didn't entirely remember. Um, and then just watching it through, I – I think, yeah, just remembering now, I, I, it's funny because Dallas didn't really have like that one like turnaround point. They just kind of never went away. Like Dirk just kind of, they just kind of like continued to pack and pack and pack and pack. And then when it came down to it at the very end, like both Mello and Chauncey came up short for the Nuggets at the very end. They, they both uh, kind of blew it in ISO situations. Yeah. yeah. You know who did not play tonight? Ryan Hollins. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like, he was like a big part of the rotation, and I guess they were just like, you know what, screw it. He sucks. Which he does. He sucks. Like we're just gonna play. <laughs> what about Eric Dampier fouling out with ten minutes left in the game? <laughs> so, the, but that's that the thing. So he fouls out. Good. Yeah, that he fouls out in twenty two minutes, and, and Carlisle's just like, you know what, screw it. <laughs> no, Holland, stay on the bench. We're not going to you. We're just we're just gonna say screw it. Well, and it we'll works. No, they had Brandon Bass who played out of his mind in thirty minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> he yeah. was unreal. Oh yeah, he did. Play. It's so funny how there's always that one guy in a playoff game who just just overperforms, does all the right hustle things. Yeah, you know what I mean? Swings a quarter. <laughs> yeah, it's not always awesome. Sometimes it really sucks. Brandon Bass has only ever jumped off the two feet, I'm pretty sure. Did you guys notice that in this game? I have noticed that. <laughs> Brandon Bass, was, was he pretty old at this point? Maybe not. No, he was young, man. I think he was pretty young at this point. Yeah. It was also funny listening to both coaches talk about going small, like – as if it was something they had to do or had to survive, you know, whereas now it's a, it's a tactic oh, no doubt. Prefer, you know, and it's just like, yeah, I, I think you told me before the series, Adam, to pay attention to that because this is right in this sort of area of time where, where teams are figuring that out in real time. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And, and rosters weren't built that way. So even going small was a little bit like, well, I guess we'll have to move. So, and so right. Here Product of but it was like, still yeah. worked. Yeah. Still, still could work. Don't you feel like if you had been a Dallas fan watching this game, you would have been irate at the officiating, the seven technical <laughs> fouls that were called on Dallas? Uh, maybe, I, mean, I, I would have been irate about game three. Because watching game four and the way they closed it, you're thinking, man, we absolutely could have won that last one at home. I wonder how much pressure the, those reps were under after what happened in game three to give some calls to the Mavs. <laughs> mm. Well, because they did, there was the only call I really remember being, you know, anything controversial was at the end, there's like three minutes left in the game and Kmart gets called for like having his elbow on the back of Dirk. And I just remember thinking that one was like kind of a, oh, come on. He didn't foul him quite yet. So 
I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I just had my Homer glasses on, and I wasn't really thinking about that because I knew the outcome, but yeah. it, felt, it felt like it was a little tough. Did you guys? Uh, oh yeah, we should let's hit a read. Brendan, Brendan has a good note. Let's hit a let's hit a read. Okay, yeah, <laughs> let's hit a read. Defeats <laughs> the point of the the discreet message. When you just <laughs> is that what that was for? <laughs> is that I'm reading? Hold on, a, a message just popped up. <laughs> should should we hit a read? It's like when you're with your girlfriend and, and uh, she says something like you hit, she like hits you under the table. And you're like, what? What are you hitting me for? And like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, guys, asking you to support Breck Brew in this time. Their farmhouse is still open in Littleton. What I'm doing? Look at this, Breck Brew. Avalanche. Adam supporting them in real time with an avalanche. In, re- in real time. <laughs> Wait, did you buy that? Did you pay for that? <laughs> I think somebody brought it over to my house a couple months ago. So Adam, Adam, not actually supporting. Them. He's just. Uh... <laughs> but you could get that same avalanche amber delivered with Breck Brew. Give them a call 303-803-1380. They got an awesome menu there. So yeah, support the Breckfruit Farmhouse in this time if you're looking to pick up some dinner. Also, I feel like we need an air horn or a uh, something for a new Oof. new sponsor alert. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Metro State Online, guys. I'm, Metro State I Online. That we got uh, MSU Denver on board. I- what a perfect Crossing sponsor. Crossing my fingers that I get one of those, uh, those online classes. Yeah, apparently a couple of us might be taking some online classes going back to school here. Hyped about that. I'm going to go to art school. Suck it, Eric. <laughs> Please do. Guys, Metro State, it's it's an awesome school, obviously, located Three, right downtown. Three-time national champion basketball, I believe. Yeah, actually, one of the uh, one of my high school teammates won a national championship there in uh, college. But MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world experience into the classroom. MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. And like I said, some of us here at DNVR are going to be taking MSU Denver online classes this summer. If you go to msudenver.edu backslash online, you can check out all of the online classes that they have to offer. 750 classes you guys can take online through Metro State. So whatever you're interested in, business, marketing, social media, they even have classes for. Philosophy. Social social media, huh? Mm-hmm. Ooh, send me to send me to a class, boss. We need we need to learn how to use TikTok. I need Did a you? class, I think. Dude, I'm telling you, people are starting to kill on TikTok. Like every now, I'm seeing videos across TikTok. Well, now because it comes on Twitter or whatever, and I'm always like, that's a dope video. How'd they do it? Yeah, yeah. It's because people are starting to get past the point where they everything just has to be a dance. Yeah, we're over. Yeah, I'm really glad we're past that point in TikTok. Yeah, that was my hangup. That was a big hurdle, a big hurdle for us to clear. I'm like, should DNVR be be making a dance? That doesn't seem like our brand. (laughs) For anybody that's not on the Zoom, which is uh, most of you, I would assume, uh, Brendan just did a dance, and it was horrible. Was that like a was that a half Carlton? (laughs) <laughs> like a Carl? I didn't have a I didn't have a beat to just move my elbows to nonsensically. <laughs> it kind of begs the question, like why you why you did it, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but guys, you can check out their whole uh, course, oh, we're still course list. Like I, I said, uh, msudenver.edu/backslash/online. Seven hundred fifty classes. They offer forty plus online and hybrid programs as well. Awesome. Um, 
where were we at in my notes? Let me see here. I had two of Did them. Did you guys see that Nugget stat slaves. I posted on uh, J.R. Smith during the game about his three-point shooting? This was fascinating, oh. I thought. So what was it, was it? Too, it was too long. I didn't read it. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, 2009, J.R. <laughs> Smith was one of just four players to attempt five or more threes per game and play. That's pretty wild. And pl- but play under 30 minutes per game. So, oh, okay. so there were guys who shot more than five threes, but they played more than 30 minutes. He was the only one to do that while playing under 30 minutes. And he shot the highest percentage out of that group, 40%. 39%. Right? Yeah, yeah, 39.7%. So, like, that's just how big of a threat he was, he was, how dangerous of a weapon he was for the Nuggets, I feel like. His bank three from the top of the key oh, yeah. after, like, getting trapped and then just having to, like, heave it up is what, maybe my favorite play of the entire game. It was such what, a terrible play. And he, I, think, I think one of my favorite things about ever being a Nuggets fan and going to games was watching J.R. Smith warm up before every game. And he would just start to back up and back up and back up. Before, like, it was like a commonplace thing for people to be shooting from the logo. Yeah. And he would just, he would just fire off, you know, eight, ten shots from the logo in warm-ups. And he would just can, like, all of them. And we were just in the crowd. It's, watch it's crazy when you watch NBA players do that because you forget, like, even somebody like I don't know, like Mason Plumley warming up from three knocks in seven, well, seven to ten from. No, he does wing. not. No, he. I, I have to interject here. He makes maybe more than you would think. Seven of ten. Four, five <laughs> of ten, though. Okay, yeah. six yeah. of three ten. Three or four. Forty percent shooter, baby. Six of ten. Six of ten. I've seen him Come make on, six man. of ten from a spot Jeez. from three. You know what? We're doing a cha- I don't know when this challenge will pay off, but it's going to be a while. But you, we, <laughs> I, you are going to take a video of Mason Plumley making seven out of ten threes, and it's going to take. You hear that, Mason? I can't wait. I can't freaking wait. Mason Plumley, seven out of ten three pointer empty gym. Is this a half court? <laughs> but I, it was the greatest like just and he would shoot it so effortlessly oh, i miss it i miss yeah. jr this yeah. series has reminded me how much i loved jr the this dunk was team. nasty too yeah. on the fast break then dante jones man like dante jones is another mm. he's the forgotten menace of this team because when you think about all like kenyon you remember oh he's not forgetting in the western conference finals i'll tell you that he's some, <laughs> some very loud menacey plays <laughs> He he was our own Bruce Bowen. I mean, we had uh, we had ourselves a just Dante a cheater. Go. Then <laughs> doesn't Dante have a crazy dunk in college? Didn't he dunk yeah. at Duke? Didn't, yeah, he has like one of the craziest dunks ever at Duke. I'm telling you, he's one of the underrated in-game dunkers. So he he, he had that one this game that was very similar to that one Mel had on Paul Millsap, a young Paul Millsap, <laughs> where he just kind of stole an outlet pass and then yeah. same dunk. Yeah, he could get up, man. He he could really get up. Um, I was thinking about this as I was watching this game. Um, and actually, what really brought it on was the Avs. So the Avs have been doing that. DNVR Avs crew has been doing this, but their two watch parties, there's <laughs> their two rewatches have both been title runs. <laughs> yeah, and there's some that I keep going like. This is actually the single best thing we could show as Nuggets, uh. and it's actually like a two rounds they win against terrible <laughs> opponents. I know, you know that's that the means? best we got. You know what that means? We're stronger people. Like it is. I, I've, I've, I've been a <laughs> creature of this. Thing. Let me hear it, Eric. Well, listen. You know, a lot of these guys came on the the Avs showed up to Denver as Jesus. champions. Can you imagine the being first an, an, an OG Avs fan? Just like, well, yeah. Like, oh, that but the, the first year, the, what does that even mean? The first year they became, the Avs existed, they won the title. So then you have, you know, Denver loves the Avs. Should Denver, Denver, even, I should Denver even claim that championship? 
No, I, I to be honest, it's like I don't like it. What are you talking about? Some... This is a tip. <laughs> I, I was, was saying, like was totally in, joking, Eric. Yeah. In my the opinion, first one doesn't count. The Lakers, the Lakers I, I, count five champions or five on, or, or seven championships in Minnesota. I'm saying like um, claim them. The, the 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 organization should. I personally do not like. It didn't mean anything to me when when that happened. Oh, so it's not I like I, I, I don't look back. I don't look back like oh yeah like when we were talking about what series to watch. Like I would never be like oh we got to watch that Florida Avs finals because it like it, it didn't register yeah, me at that point yeah. so anyway but how easy is it to be you know to cheer for a team that has been had two of the greatest nhl players ever on the team yeah well you know as a cardinal awesome. fan, i know like you know <laughs> constant winning and so, it gets old are, doesn't it yeah it here gets we old. Are, no, here we are we're, we're suiting up to watch as a group the saddest like the saddest thing that ever happened to our poor nuggets. Like they got the highest and fell the hardest and we <laughs> are all coming together. So we can go through this together and we, we have the it. same level of excitement. It just, you know, <laughs> it's true, man. We have like one more really exciting day ahead of us. It's game five, which I don't want to spoiler it, but the nuggets are up from three to one. So, well, dude, hang on. All right. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> so we have, the- and I've stricken it from my memory. So we get that, and then it's like, well, we're gonna have to endure this Lakers series, man. And Anthony Irwin, I'm sure, will be in the mentions, just like having a ball. Uh, <laughs> he's been like scoping the NBR watches from afar for the last three weeks, just ready to count in full time for the Lakers series. He said he he said he wanted to be on a Love Is Blind DNVR watches recap pod. Oh, so he's definitely he knows all about the look watch. anthony's one of my I love the guy. We do the Friday locked on NBA show together. I talk to him every single day. That guy's love is blind takes, I promise, would be infuriating. Infuriating. <laughs> Jessica got a bad edit. I'm sure that's what? like a take. <laughs> no, that's definitely a take he has. Like, Mark and Jessica are made for each other. Like, he just would be firing off. Like, he'd be like, oh, my God. And he'd be so convinced. Uh, or Lauren's actually not hot. You're like, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, we got to stop this. What are we Hold doing? On. What are we doing here? <laughs> um... So yeah, I was I was thinking that was watching this game. I was a little depressed about that part, but you know what? You're I'm with you, Eric. It's it's what makes us tough. Um, it's what makes it tough. I I do want to maybe we can end even with this. Uh, Mello when he's hot like he is tonight, I just think is so much fun to watch. And his highlight mixtape is a lot of the stuff that you think about on a traditional highlight, like Donk's great footwork. I mean, his footwork is really on point. Power. Mm. um you know fall away nothing but net jumpers his his shot is really a pretty shot it's got like a lot of arc on it it's nothing but net um Jokic is much more unconventional but I think a lot more like there's a lot more variance so what do you guys where do you guys stand on the Jokic highlight mix versus mellow highlight mix like which one is more entertaining to you personally this is going to be a four for four you think Uh, so you think so yeah this is a Jokic Jokic is so much more interesting than watching Carmelo. Watching jump shots are great in the game when it makes things yeah, exciting and, and it, it brings your, your team closer to the other teams in score. But like, you know, I, I, there's like two, there's like two uh, nuggets or mellow highlights. And it's like that I remember. And I think about it. It's like when he stole the ball against the jazz and, and jammed it like really, really hard and disrespectful. Yeah. The one dunk they always show. Cause yeah, it's not really the only great dunk. Yeah. Yeah. The dunk and, uh, yeah. And I, I actually, oh, yeah, I can't even right. think of a, I can't even, I literally cannot think of another ubiquitous mellow. highlight. It's because they're all the same. 
They're all the same. Yeah, Mel's highlights are all the same. And like, they're still incredible because his footwork is amazing. And just the level of skill you need to pull off the dribble pull-ups and uh, just the stuff that he does is it's just done at a super high level. But with Jokic, there's just so much more variation. So I, I think yeah. it's clearly Jokic. What do you think, Vote? I think it's Jokic. Sorry, I was just rewatching that dunk on Millsap. Uh, <laughs> so you can be sure of your answer. Like, yeah. I, look, like I, I actually think you nailed it, Eric. I think like what Carmelo does is, is about scoring runs. We were just talking about him like with MPJ, and there is some flashiness to MPJ, but I think he will be like less about oh that one highlight was dope, much like Melo, and more like hey those two minutes where he swung a game that was really exciting. That's kind of hard to capture in a highlight reel. Also, you might even uh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say you might even be able to capture just that, like, yeah, those moments maybe are more exciting because, like, when a player gets hot, I think this is why Curry's mixtapes are like so. In a way, Curry's highlight mixtapes are all the same. It's just like, oh, another deep three, another right without context. It's almost. But when you have when you're watching a game and Curry makes like ten points in a row and you just can't stop him, and it's the same with Melo. Like when he would get to that spot and you're just like, oh, he's on fire. This is a hundred, a hundred. But what I would say, the difference between Curry and Mello, and this is the difference between Mello and Jokic for me. When we're talking, <laughs> about, when we're talking about their highlights, to your point, uh, Mello is doing stuff that we've seen guys do before. Curry was doing stuff that nobody's ever done before. Like Jokic is doing things yeah, that ooh. absolutely nobody has done on the Great basketball take. court before. That's the difference. Like we've seen guys operate out of the mid range, like Mello has. He's doing it at like one of the highest levels that anybody ever did. But we've seen that before. We never saw anybody do what Curry did, and we've definitely never seen anybody do what Jokic has done. I wonder if this is part yeah. of why this season – maybe, probably not. But I wonder if this is part of why this season was not as fun is because, like, at a certain point, Jokic can't create anything new. You know what I mean? Like, his first year, so many of those passes were like, I've never seen that before. And then his second year was like, man, I've never seen that before. Third year, it's like – all right, there was 10 things I'd never seen before. And this last year, maybe he did two or three new things, but he did a lot of the old ones that are – he's the only guy doing them, but I don't know. I just wonder if that's a little bit of it. Maybe not. But the, the newness of uh, Jokic's weird game know. has, has he, worn off. He will never cease to amaze us, I think. And, like, the the, the prevalency or the rise of the Schomburg shuffle, the game winners, like, I get what you're saying, but – He's just one of those guys. That's why you watch Jokic because yeah. you could be us. You could be in press <laughs> row every night, but every time you show up, there's there's one thing you've never seen. You never know yeah, what he's going to do. With this season, you never know. You knew what yeah. Melo was going to do. And, and the problem with this season is that we were getting quarantine Jokic, like pre-quarantine though. Like he was already in the – he was in uh, the going through the same depressive funk that we all are. But Did he, he know wasn't. the quarantine was coming? Is that what you're saying? That's just it. Like Jokic is from the future. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I love this. That's incredible. <laughs> Jokic is for the, from the future. It is so true. What if it was? He was mourning for all of us. <laughs> what it was, guys. God, that would, would explain. Can nobody. you imagine if like at one day like you had a one-on-one with him at the practice court and he just finally he breaks and he just looks at you and he's like, <laughs> I can't tell you what it is I'm upset he's like, about, guys, but you'll you'll find out soon. It's like, but buy toilet paper. Don't ask why. Yeah. <laughs> Look, you want me to play harder. You want me to play defense. There's no 
finals. There's no playoffs. <laughs> Why did I show up out of shape? Because <laughs> yeah. see, yeah, see? Yeah, like... <laughs> I saw. I saw. Yeah, a, I love this take. Jokic might actually be from the future. I mean, like it would explain a, a lot more would, than his currently. I'm 100 calling him future man from this point on. Future man is such future a man. Great T-shirts are coming out oh, tomorrow. Man, I would, if, <laughs> Sunglasses. I really, I really, really, really wish that we could make that happen. That would be a stretch. Future man would be a real stretch. But no, no, I think that this podcast alone will cement that. Yeah, let's get up. Here we go. Man, it feels right. He does feel like a future man. So, do you, Eric, I know you know the reference to Future Man. Do you, do you know what movie does Future Man come from? Do you, do you recognize this? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> what references, Eric, do you know what references? Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, uh, it's from, uh, it's, it's a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, it's- he's getting there. Yes, it's from uh, his first one. Yeah, it was his br- older brother's. Yes, and it was. Called, oh, this is beautiful. It was Bottle Rocket. Bottle it's Rocket. Burm, burm, burm. <laughs> we did that is that. not an air horn moment. <laughs> no, it was for me. It was so. It was so much an air horn moment for me, man. Yeah, that, that was the horn of a '57 Chevy pulling into the. <laughs> Uh, I'm really glad that you. That, this is this has really put me in great spirit. So, I, <laughs> yeah, I know it doesn't mean anything for anybody else, but uh, I'm with you. Steph Curry, who's who has the greatest highlights of all time? Like, if you could only watch highlights of one player ever like, going forward, Michael who would be? Jordan, Michael Jordan, mm. Michael Jordan. There's two guys. There's two who? guys, man. It's who? Michael and LeBron. You watch Michael highlights? Oh, I'm being yeah. serious. Like you, watch, you hop on YouTube and you watch. But they them. don't mean the same thing to me because I don't have of the course, context. Yeah. But like that's all I have of the greatest player of all time. So of course I've said I, I think Michael Jordan is the prettiest player to ever. Play. Like his movements are just so like. What, what, is it? Is Dr. J in the in the conversation? Yeah, except for come on, dude. Like how many highlights? Go on highlights. YouTube and find it up. You know, there's not. There's like not, a two like, minute highlight mix because those games weren't on TV. The Mike highlight reels are fun too, because like obviously his airness, all the dunking, but like the best Mike highlight reels are just like, oh wow, you literally couldn't guard this guy. Just the yeah. footwork, the the jump shots out of the posts, like Yo, I, I, you know, I saw a post. Oh, go ahead. I was I was gonna say, um, you know what a crazy highlight mix that I was just watching today, who you kind of forget about, Kevin Garnett. Oh, Dude. wow! Did you guys see Uncut Gems? No, I'm not. I have Let's not. do this. Let's talk about Uncut Gems. <laughs> Did you guys see Uncut Gems? I have not. Do you know the, the premise is that Kevin Garnett uh, is in the playoffs and wants this gem, this uncut gem, because he feels like it gives him superpowers. And then they, so they show, a, like, Kevin Garnett is in prominently a lot, featured, a very yeah. prominently Pretty featured. Pretty good, actually. He's incredible. And then they show, you know, him actually on the court playing, obviously simulated, but like just watching Kevin Garnett again, you're like, oh man, that guy was unbelievable. But to, to, to me, LeBron, because we're putting it all together, like a Le- full LeBron highlight reel just has all of it. The passes, the dunks, the, the blocks. Some of like LeBron's single game highlight reels are like, like better than some players' career. Like I would rather watch LeBron's game six against the Celtics than Tracy McGrady's career highlight. <laughs> career highlight. <laughs> Do you remember the and Tracy he- McGrady's awesome? The Eagles were Incredible. in uh, L.A. for a Christmas game towards the end of Kobe's career, and Wade was just throwing shit off the glass, and Bron was like grabbing it with his left hand. Yeah, he had three dunks in that game that I think are all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think number one for me, 
I think LeBron has the highest volume of it. And this is one of the – whenever I would think about, like, comparing Kobe and LeBron, I was always like, what are Kobe's iconic moments? And you could go through them. There's a lot of them. But, you know, you get through, like, 20 and you're kind of done. And I was with LeBron, man. It's like there's really an unlimited amount of moments where – maybe it's because I lived through it. I don't know. But it's just there's an unlimited amount of moments where you're like, oh, that was such a big game. Oh, that was such a big performance. And it's just like the, they the, going on. The Detroit that, one the, where he yeah. goes 24 consecutive. And that's, like – eight on his yeah. like, totem pole you know it's, what i mean it used to be number one and then the game six with the celtics happened and you think okay one of those two but even since then yeah there's just been so many you're right that, that right. detroit team is probably is number five or so on his five yeah probably that's crazy yeah i don't know though like um lebron he is not as you say adam it's not as pretty his game so a lot of he's times a, he's like, got a power game yeah yeah, a lot of times. Yeah, a lot of times. Though, what we're talking about, like where um, there are moments that are accentuated by the context that they are part of, like you, because you guys were clearly watching these games, like really, totally, really, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like I, I've never had like a LeBron thing. I, I don't know why. Like I, I just, well, I, I think I do. My one sneaking suspicion is that I'm a despicable Homer, and I don't care about <laughs> outside of Denver. Like I also like, have that suspicion about you. <laughs> and so, like you know, I don't. I really just don't care that much about what's going on on other teams, only as it relates to my team. Yeah. So. um but I think like Kobe Bryant's highlights happen. Mm. I mean, like they, he, right, he look, has look, a really pretty game. And- let's put a pin in this. Harrison, do one more read real quick. Cause when we get back, I want to actually continue on this specific topic. Guys, Denver Rubber Company, they custom make it all. Custom die-cut gaskets, custom molded rubber, custom contract manufacturing, custom hoses. Give them a call 1-800-259-0010. Visit them at drcfirst.com backslash DNVR. Tell them who sent you. Of course, he sent you. they're your one-stop shop for snowplows. I sent you. Yes, I sent you. Harrison, uh, Harrison Wynn sent you. Said he had custom die-cut gases. He didn't know what those were, but he uh, said you had them. <laughs> um, we didn't get Wynn's answer, though. Or was it Garnett? No, it wasn't Garnett. I was just thinking, like, just going through uh, – YouTube highlights randomly. Garnett, I was like, wow, this guy was ridiculous. He was like Giannis level athleticism, but like Draymond Green level defensively. Um, and, uh, and, a, and a lethal jump shot. Right, right. And a lethal uh, 20 footer. I'd go LeBron probably. I'd go LeBron. If I just so had LeBron, to pull somebody's highlights, probably go LeBron. Yeah. LeBron, you could, there's just the catalog is so big that going to specific games and just being like, you know what, I'm going to watch the Pacers series. Let's see game one. Like, you just are reminded of all this cool stuff. I think his are most dominant, but I'm with you on this, Eric. Just in that, like, Kobe's aesthetic yeah. was just, there's something to it. And it is also the most pleasing for, like, if you wanted to be great at basketball, you just would watch Kobe and it was like, it felt you, for me at least, I felt like the more I'd watch him, the more I would absorb the footwork. You know what I mean? Like my brain was taking notes. And so then I would go and like do the same moves or whatever. Whereas with LeBron, so much of what he does, you can't, it's, it's like, yeah, he just, it's like, yeah. It, yeah. yeah, my brain's taking note of that. Dunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got another, yeah, I, I, think I got another one for you guys when, uh, when you're ready for it. Go ahead. Right. Ready. White chocolate. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a good yeah. One. That's a good he thing. was absolutely ridiculous. I just stumbled what into it. Jason? Jason Williams. Just stumbled into a Jason Williams. Williams highlight the other day. He was like Jokic if Jokic was 6'3 six, six, <laughs> and quick, you know? Yeah, it's true. Larry Bird, too. There's not as many of them, but Larry yeah. Bird is. See, is... this is the, I think this way, even with MJ, to be honest with you, is like 
at a certain point, there's just not that much footage of him. And one of my, right. my number one complaint about MJ is that all of the big moments have been told and retold a hundred different ways, but they're the same. And that's what, and I, I just want to, I want the stories to come out about Jordan in 87 on a Tuesday game 25. Like with, there's just none of those stories. They're all like, and then at the garden, he came yeah. in and it's like, okay, I know that one. I, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah for, for me, like the, the question really comes down to like, what is more, what's the most pleasing thing to watch outside of, anything else about the player yeah so i i feel like mj is more about uh body control he's more of an acrobat and like to that point like i don't know if you've watched uh see like rookie season derrick rose highlights oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. like he, i mean he's a dancer he's a dancer like his his yeah. body control is so exquisite and that to me is much more impressive than just being a battering ram and like uh being you know just like a bigger guy that can just dunk it whenever you want to lebron um not that it's not impre- impressive but i'm just saying like what i'd rather watch like i, yeah. I like seeing you know we might have swung too far though on LeBron because LeBron has some really pretty like he's totally he, he's not like Shaq where it's like right. yeah Shaq highlights aren't that great like he actually has some really beautiful layups this and is shots like, and whatever yeah. but it's not like MJ, MJ to me floats through the air and like he was the he had all of the crazy just hanging in the air for right, way right. longer than you thought. Um, but like LeBron's ultimate passing highlight reel to me is like one of the great passing reels of all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. This is like one of these these conversations that you hate to get in, Adam, because it makes it sound like the person that you're right. yeah. sucks. Yeah, or exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Tim Duncan is probably the no Kareem. Kareem's the greatest player to have like the lamest highlight. Reels ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh. You talk about repetitive, like all of his highlights are the same <laughs> shot. Right. Yeah. yeah. And if, and those are the good ones. The other highlights are like offensive rebound, put back, not dunks, just put back layups. And it's like, all right, well, they kept they did that a lot. Um, <laughs> I do think in uh, ten years or so we'll Flat look back at Steph rebound. Curry's highlights and be like, What? He was doing I, I this. Wanted to, I want to revisit it. Yeah. To me, Steph, if I were to make a top five, to me it would probably be LeBron, Kobe, MJ, Steph. And you're gonna laugh at this last one. It's a short highlight. It's a shorter list, but it's Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson to me has two of the single greatest single game highlights in the hit. The third they quarter. Might, they might be number one and number two, and the sixty point game. You know, whatever the game six. He has the sixty point game. He has the thirty seven point quarter. He has. Oh God. They're just gonna do that again. This last. Playoff he's gonna. He, we're not done with Clay. Like he's coming back. No, he he's gonna have some about more to do that. Oh again. yeah, he yeah, yeah. About to win that series for them. Oh, it was so crazy. It, it, if you go back, the 37-point quarter is like yep. – that's probably the number one. If I had to only watch one highlight, it's that one because everybody on the court knows he's just going to shoot it as soon as he touches yeah, it. He yeah. keeps doing it. The whole reel's in that quarter, so it's like you kind of have the context for it even <laughs> yeah. still. It, it does kind of remind me a little bit – it's actually crazier, but of the – there's the famous Larry Bird reel uh, in Atlanta where he keeps hitting those shots and the Hawks players are just losing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of got to that status where like everyone was just rooting for Clay to shoot. You know? Yeah. Oh, totally. I'm trying to, re- I'm trying to remember the last time I was watching a player that I was rooting for that had a heat check shot that went in. And he had like nine of them. That's the craziest, <laughs> that's that's I mean. the craziest <laughs> thing about the 37 point quarter is I've seen heat checks go in maybe four times. In <laughs> Ever. A Ever. He, he, he has like, yeah, yeah, he's a 37 points. And after like 12, they're all just like, just like, he's not even set. Yeah. Did he dribble like six times? Yeah. Oh yeah, quarter? that's right. That's yeah. right. The other thing I love about clay, he is the most likable, like, 
I know it. Trash talk. Cause like he'll make these and he starts doing dumb little dances and you just love it. Like I, you can hate the warriors and still just be Ugh. like, man, there's something about this dude. That's just so far above everything. He's untouchable. Yeah. I cannot, I cannot bring myself to hate either. He, either of the splash brothers, like as much as I try, I can't do it. Him and Clay and Clay in Denver is like a dream. Like to me, oh that, if I could somehow build the perfect, like he would be here. Just hit Jokic hitting him for open shots would just be like oh. he would shoot sixty five percent on passes <laughs> for Jokic. He would be unbelievable, unbelievable. And I think they would get along so well. Like Jokic what is a pairing. Weird. Yeah, oh. Jokic is kind of weird, man. Like Clay has one of my favorite comments ever, where he was talking about uh, somebody asked him about like the social media, and he's like, "Oh no, man, I stay off that. The internet's crazy." dude mass information is so crazy <laughs> it's like wait a second clay thompson, the internet? clay thompson sits in his locker before every game and reads the san francisco chronicle the paper an actual hard copy yeah. of the paper like i i think that guy might actually not have a phone or like be on the internet he's just he's like, the weirdest man. he, he would be so, so good in denver he is just like the best somewhat maybe he's not even yeah, but- somewhat realistic but Dude, that's incredible. If you felt a absolutely no, if you felt absolutely no need to be on social media, it would mean that you were so completely satisfied with who you were as a person. Like, oh yeah, like he's like already accomplished everything he wanted to in life. The literally the rest <laughs> of his life is gravy. Like. Dude, Unbelievable. Clay Thompson was dressing up like Harry Potter like nine years ago. He was like a dork at, in school, you know, like. And now he's an NBA superstar, and it's just like he just doesn't care. He's like, yeah, I love Harry oh, Potter, man. Sue me. Yeah. <laughs> he has the 60-point game. Clay's the man. Pick. That's my top five. That's and my I, top five. Dude, this was my biggest thing with the Kevin Durant thing. I loved those Warriors. I loved Curry yeah, and oh, Thompson. Totally. You yeah, know? totally, totally. And it was just like it, it, it's not that like whatever he's entitled to whatever he wants, but it just made it so hard to root for a team. Oh, that totally. Was so easy to uh, love. Yeah. Uh, no. And it was like so impressive that they were, were built in such a way. It is. I mean, it's right. disgusting. Like this is shoe on the other foot. Like of course you would want that for your team, but like it just is so gross to watch that happen. Well, it's all. I wonder if Warriors fans deep down kind of feel that way, man. Because like your your high profile ones, the Samus Fendiari and the like, uh, Andy Lou, like those guys, you know, they almost created a shtick of hating on on KT, right? Like they kind of became of their thing. Of course, they like, feel that way. They well, definitely do. I think they had the greatest time of their life, and then they yeah. took the, they'll take the titles. Like having the titles is better than not having the titles. But I think there's a part of them that was like, dude, it used to be fun, and now it's just we win. This was your kind of like, not that it was ever on the table, but LeBron to Denver point, Adam. Oh, you know? 100%. It's like, is that even our Nuggets team anymore? Or? Especially right. if Jokic was averaging like 11 and 7, you know, like 11, yeah. 7 and 4, yeah. but they were winning like three straight titles. He's like, sitting well, behind Dwight Howard. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, no, he'd, be like, he'd be like sitting behind Tristan Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing JR's is, like, is back, though. Yeah, so JR's cool. back. But we wouldn't. We wouldn't care at all. For a minute, we'd be like, oh, man. No, we would care. No, we would care. Man. We would no. care. Uh-uh. Yes, you're, no, wrong. No. you're wrong. Peyton yes, Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. We're not, we're not Broncos fans. The Broncos are, <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, but I'm telling you it's different. The Broncos are just no, a different organization. No, it just – you can take – like, it, it. you can – the fact that you can bring a player of that caliber in is the first score one for your team. Like you, man, but, like, my favorite – Cardinals year ever like 2006 they won the title they were a bad could, team because they were bad you could choose <laughs> no, but, but I'm saying like it, if you are it, a Nuggets yeah. fan it will feel a hundred times better to win a championship with this current core 
instead no, of one with Listen, with LeBron are, in this court. It would feel we are 100 to the point, times better. We are to the point where it would feel 120% awesome to win it that way, but it would only feel 100% awesome to win it the other way. And I can't feel the extra 20% no, anyway. There's no, no problem. Like, man, it already would be a max. It would be more like if they traded Elway. And then I'm 100 years old. Do you understand? If, like, if they traded Elway and got like uh, – uh steve young or something you know or and like then and then one and you'd be like oh hell yeah i'll take it still be like man poor john nope you know? <laughs> it would be nope. an entirely different just vibe it'd be entirely I agree. different i don't want it i'm gonna put it out there i do not want it if to it me was eric Gian- if it was Giannis, i could see it because Giannis feels like a denver guy but lebron is just so much bigger than denver i agree you know who's having these conversations right now toronto fans they're like was that Kawhi thing? Did, did we earn that? Did or we like that? Was that good or was that bad? Should, maybe Kawhi's we didn't do that the right way. Kawhi's like Giannis again, man. <laughs> Kawhi's more like Giannis. He's not LeBron. Oh, but, it's, they got rid of Kyle, also, they, uh, their, their, their native son. They got yeah, but Eric, if it, look, it wouldn't just be LeBron either. Like if it was just LeBron and it was LeBron, the exact and same Jokic, scenario. I would, I would take that, but it wouldn't. It would be LeBron and then Jokic gets. It's the out exact same scenario. You saw how beautiful it was for that city. They loved honestly, it. dude. It, and that, that city loved it, but like, well, I there's think, no but. <laughs> no, everyone has that serious asterisk. Not just the KD injury, but also oh, like wait, Kawhi yeah. was a he was a mercenary, bro. He's the greatest Raptor of all time, and he was there for a year. Like, you what know is who, that? What is that? Is that the Toronto Raptors are now a team that people think about in a serious way? They're not like you can't be like oh, but blah blah blah. Like you, no, you know I don't how like people true. can just write off the Raptors. Of, I don't know. I, if the, Yo, are they a premier they want, organization? They, I don't think they, they are in how they're run, but I don't think yeah, the world's yeah. not they're they're still on NBA TV, man. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know uh, that, but they even in their own country, like the level that their status grew last year is undeniable. Like sure. here's where the Peyton Manning thing breaks down, though. <laughs> Denver is sort of like a premier organization in the NFL. Like they've kind of been up there for yeah. at least the last twenty years. So Peyton going there, it's like oh okay, it makes sense. It'd be like LeBron going to the Lakers or the Knicks or the Warriors, like one of the premier ones or the, the Heat even. Denver's different. Like the Nuggets are different in that regard. That's why I'm just like, it doesn't make sense. Man, I, I'm trying to imagine what the podcast would be like if we were 80 games into a LeBron-led Nuggets season. Would we be like, you know, <laughs> it, just, it just doesn't, it like, I, it was fun. Man, as a, fun. as a reporter, I'm telling you, it would suck so much for, like, talk about, like, how hard it is fighting for scoops. <laughs> You're, like, 12 spots back behind Windhorse. <laughs> like, like, everybody else is like, oh. You're like, Windhorse doesn't even live in Denver. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's impossible if I get two with PJ Dozier. Like, no, not no. <laughs> He's with Ramona tonight. So. <laughs> 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 Ramona. <laughs> Glad we settled that. All right, Harrison, uh, take us home. Uh, all right, everybody <laughs> catch their breath. Everybody catch their breath. Hold on, hold on. I got one last thing to say. I've got oh, one, oh, one, one, oh, one, wow. one note. This comes from Blaze Hunter. Should have started to read. <laughs> Dirk, Dirk has a punchable face, but he's a pretty clutch player. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love, Thanks, I love Dirk. One of my top five favorite players ever, probably. Uh, Green Mountain Dental oh, Group, can guys. I actually, can I do one more? Can I? Oh my God! I'm, I'm, you guys, no. you're gonna want Wait. this. You're gonna want this. I had uh, I had somebody I'll tell you I guess afterwards because who who was it told me it's, it's not anybody in the organization it's just a, a, a fan 
somebody threw out this like ideal scenario to like become the future coach of the Denver Nuggets. Should should there be a coaching change year two? For you to become the future coach? Well, no, not me. (laughs) Seems like that's right. Although I do feel like that'd be a great great call. No, uh, Steve Nash. What do you guys think about old Steve Nash becoming the of Jokic? Has he ever coached? He's like a player development guy with the Warriors. This would be his first stop. He definitely seems like he'd be like a big Stapleton guy. Like he what? and his, like just his personality. He would like live in Stapleton, like very seamlessly. Like they're all kind of Steve Nashy over there. That's all. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a conversation. I thought this um, was going to be like, oh, that's interesting. I think, no, we're I going, think, I, I gotta, I'm going to bed. Nash, Nash and Jokic to me would just be like, oh man, sometimes that's how, that's like, uh, that's the perfect pairing. But yeah. wouldn't they, aren't they the perfect pairing to play together? But you can't do that, so you got to have one coach. Yeah, but like, is Peyton Manning the best wide receiver coach? Like, man, I, I can't believe we're, this sh- we're shooting this down. Anyway, talk amongst yourself. I thought it would be interesting. I, I want to, if this ever happened, like three, four years from now, I just wanted to throw that out there. That, um, you know, I was the first one to bring this up. I think it. <laughs> and I and I was the one that fought for LeBron coming to Denver and winning a championship <laughs> for one year. Uh, as I was saying, if you guys schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group, they'll hook you up big time. They'll hook you up with a free Sonic or toothbrush. Oh. <laughs> you sound intrigued. sound intrigued. I'm intrigued. Sound I am wow. too. Uh, they're located just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. Remember, get a cleaning x-ray and exam at Green Mountain Dental Group. They'll give you a free Sonic or toothbrush today.